welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another great day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, today we have with us Angie Johns from the Lake Geneva Cruise Line. Welcome, Angie. Oh, thank you for having me. So happy you're taking time out of your very, very busy schedule to join us because anyone who has been anywhere near Geneva Lake has for sure seen your beautiful cruise boats going by. And let's just start by talking about how many there are in the fleet and what their names are. And if you, if you, you can do them in any order, but if you can, biggest to smallest. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. So um, starting, so we have eight boats in our fleet. Uh, Lady of the Lake is the largest boat, has been on the water for 60 years. Um, Obviously, we just um, had our 150th anniversary for Gage Marine and Lake Geneva Cruise Line, um, which started with the Lady of the Lake. So obviously, this one that we currently have is not the original one. Um, But the Lady of the Lake typically hosts about 225 passengers um, for our tours and could do about 200 for private charters. Um, the Grand Bell is next. That one hosts many of our public meal cruises. Um, so lunches, brunches, dinners. And again, we do private events on that boat as well for up to 200 people. Um, the Walworth, which is well known as the U.S. mail boat, that one typically holds about 150 for tours and obviously does private events as well for about 110. Uh, The next one is the Duchess and the Duchess typically just does private parties for up to 80 passengers. Um, The next one is the Steam Yacht Louise. Uh, The Louise actually dates back to 1902, Uh, only does private events for up to 50 guests. And actually, she was owned by um, the original family that now makes up Maytag Point. Um, The next one is the Polaris. The Polaris is actually the oldest boat on the lake, uh, dating back to 1898. And again, private event boat only holds up to 40 people. Uh, And this boat actually was built for Otto Young, who built the Stone Manor, which, you know, is one of the largest estates um, on the lake. Uh, the Geneva is kind of our workhorse boat. Um, she does all the trips to and from Black Point Estate. Uh, we do a few private events on her. Uh, she was originally a tender boat for an aircraft carrier called USS Saratoga. Uh, was commissioned in the Mediterranean Sea and did a tour of Vietnam. Uh, and the last boat is the Lorelei. dates back to 1954. Uh, only private uh, parties, 12 to 14 people, so small family events, um, you know, perfect for kind of last minute, uh, last minute charters on on the lake. And it's, you know, to see the bigger ones like the Belle and the Lady, you know, I mean, they're just so spectacular and so regal looking, but then there's just something so charming about some, like uh, the Louise is just my personal favorite. And, you know, <laughs> there's just uh, everybody kind of has their their favorite one, but it is so fun to sit, you know, either on land or on boat and watch these go by every time. And it's fun to wave to everybody and everybody on it is always having a good time and learning, learning things about, uh, about the lake. So um, I know, like, you know, you said the lady goes back 60 years, but the whole history of 
kind of these bigger boats on the lake, like, you know, way, way, way back in the 1800s. I mean, did it, didn't it start like back then? And why was that? Yeah. So back in the 1870s, um, this area became quite a big destination for Chicago people, actually, uh, just because of two events that occurred. Uh, One of them was there was an extension made of the Chicago and Northwest Railroad um, that allowed travelers to come up to Lake Geneva from uh, from Chicago in less than a day. Uh, The second major one was the Great Chicago Fire. So those people kind of escape the burning city. They hop down the train. They come up to their summer homes up here. Um, They pretty much remained up here until their homes were rebuilt in the Chicago area. Um, 1873, there was a lot of privately owned yachts, um, but there wasn't really kind of like the train. There wasn't really a, a transportation yacht to get other people to and from, you know, homes that they were visiting you know, delivering mail and food, getting visitors to their hunting and fishing, you know, uh, destinations around around the lake. So uh, a gentleman in the name of uh, Ed Quigley launched the first Lady of the Lake. Um, and uh, two years later, he launched another commercial excursion boat, uh, the Lucius Newberry, which actually carried over um, 700 passengers. A couple of years later, in 1879, John Wilson purchased both those vessels and formed the Anchor Line, uh, which was our predecessor of the Lake Geneva Cruise Line. Um, so in about 18, actually 1916, um, a gentleman of George Goodman won the government contract to actually deliver mail. And the following year, the Wisconsin Transportation Company was formed, uh, buying him out. Uh, and that's when they used the original Walworth uh, to make that daily trip uh, until about 1965, when the new Walworth, the one that you see now, kind of launched and um, and and kind of took its place. Um, so Gage Marine kind of came in in 1958. They purchased the excursion fleet, which included the Walworth, the Polaris, the Louise, and began Gage Marine. Uh, he also reconstructed the new Lady of the Lake in 1963. So that's the one that, that you see current uh, on the lakefront. Um, 1972, uh, Russell Gage bought a different lake steamer. Uh, he he uh, he brought one actually from the bottom up called the Bell of the Lake, which is now the Grand Bell. And then in the 80s and 90s, Gage Marine saw more of a focus on um, mechanic service and acquired Inland uh, Marine Corporation and purchased another local peer company. Um, 20 years later, roughly, we added the Lorelei and the Geneva. And in 2006, uh, Bill Gage Jr. purchased the Duchess, which was built in uh, 1980. And that one was known uh, as the Algonquin Princess down in Algonquin, Illinois. So it's kind of a little bit of history, a lot of numbers, a lot of dates. but that's kind of how, uh, you know, transportation was needed. And then we started more of the excursion part of it. And then obviously we're still delivering mail to this day. Yeah, let's let's go right into that. Let's talk about the Walworth since um, you've brought it up a few times. So tell us all, I mean, you you see this all over the place, like on TikToks, on social media, on news stations, like all over the country and beyond because it's so unique. Can you just 
talk about what makes the Walworth so unique. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not just the boat itself. Um, you know, it's, it's the male boat captains that we've had previously and today it's the male jumpers, um, you know, that really kind of put their heart into, you know, giving the historical narration, um, you know, it's, you know, it, it takes a lot of skill to do what they're doing. And for people who don't know anything about it, they, they deliver mail to, uh, by boat to homes, um, jumping off the pier on the front of the boat and getting back on, on the back of the boat when the boat keeps moving the whole time. And do they go to every pier or just certain piers and, and why some and not others? Yeah, so they probably go to 60 to 70 piers uh, around the lake. And really, it just depends on, you know, um, you know, is there enough uh, depth of the lake for that boat to get into? Um, You know, are there, you know, other boats sticking out where we can't get close enough to to the piers for, you know, the mailboat captain and to get them close enough for the mailboat jumpers to jump? Um, you know, how many buoys are there? How many swim platforms? Is there, uh, you know, a slide? So there's a lot of little things, you know, that that those captains have to look at in order for us for to safely have those jumpers jump out the, the front window, actually, of the boat, you know, land, deliver the mail, and then get back on. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different factors. Um, we don't necessarily deliver normal mail to a lot of places. Um, so only Lake Geneva residents um, that typically have like a PO box, um, you know, we take their mail and then we, you know, we jump and deliver that mail. Most of the other stops are newspaper deliveries. Uh, so obviously we can't go to the post office in Williams Bay and Fontana. So those residents there more get, you know, get newspapers from us. Um, where like the packages and the regular mail are done more in the Lake Geneva side of it. That, and I did uh, interview a couple of mail jumpers a few years ago. So for, people can yeah. go back and find that episode and listen to more details about what it's like from their point of view. It's really spectacular to watch. Yeah. So uh, you did, um, you interviewed Paige Aspinall, who actually is, um, she comes back typically in the fall for us and really helps out when those college kids, you know, go back to school. Um, you know, the high school kids are, you know, in school, they can sometimes help out on the weekends, but Paige actually comes back every year and helps us. And she's been a huge asset still to us. Um, so she was one of the ones that you did interview yeah. um, quite a few years ago. So, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting to talk to them, but, um, so that's neat. That's a neat boat to get on and, and you could be a passenger and watch them jump and hear the, the narration, the tour as well. So that that's always a fun one. Um, so uh, just digressing for a minute, cause here we are in November and, um, not exactly the height of, you know, season being on the lake. And I know, you know, a lot of people know that like the boats kind of shut down for a few months over the winter, but is there, is there any way to get out on that water this winter? Sure. So, um, about, I believe six years ago started Santa Cruz. And we teamed up with a, uh, a fundraising event with Santa Cause. Um, so we do run tours. They're 40-minute tours starting the day after Thanksgiving until this year, December 30th. 
And um, it, this is actually a little bit different because we do this out of the Pier 290 Gauge Marine location in Williams Bay. Um, so don't go to Lake Geneva. If you're looking to do a, a tour on the lake, you have to come to Williams Bay. And um, tickets are all online. Um, they're, you know, uh, they're only $24 for adults. Um, kids three and under are free. Um, you know, we've got some senior rates and some, uh, obviously some children's rates as well. Um, so what we do is we have people come to our tree festival area in uh, Williams Bay and um, they pick up their tickets. And then once they go into the tree festival area, yeah, they have the opportunity to purchase raffle tickets to win some crazy, awesome prizes um, through Santa Claus. Um, so you'll kind of take, you know, a 30 minute tour of, you know, the different causes and, and um, uh, uh, the different fundraising events that we have and all the charities. Yeah. And when you say crazy, awesome prizes, I mean, there's some like killer trips. <laughs> They're really good prizes. Yeah. Trips to Maui. And I haven't looked at the ones this year because our charities are just putting up everything. Um, but I've seen ATVs. I've seen, you know, trips to Hawaii. I've seen um, snowmobiles and, you know, and then some obviously some, you know, smaller prizes and stuff too. So you put your, you grab your tickets um, everything is kind of digital and then you put your ticket into whatever charity you'd like to win some sort of prize in that, um, in the, like their little booth area. Um, and then I think they usually pull those tickets, uh, sometime in January. So after the Santa Cruz. So once you're done with that, um, we actually line people up and we talk about, um, Santa's hideaway uh, which is where he comes to visit Lake Geneva um, right before Christmas time and a little bit after Christmas as well. Um, and Gage Marine actually puts up all the lighted displays that you see along the shoreline. So kind of a story uh, that goes to Santa's hideaway. Um, so most homeowners um, may or may not be around at this time. Um, so the homes aren't necessarily decorated. Some do, but it's our lighted uh, boat or lighted uh, displays that we show. And um, we have to go through kind of a magical polar vortex in order to see these lighted displays. Um, and then it ends, uh, roughly ends at Santa's hideaway. And then he does come out. He visits us and he reads um kids' names on the nice list that are on board uh, each of our tours. There's no naughty list? Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> we might he might throw one in once in a while. So, um, you know, we do have an adult-only cruise. Um, so the adults do also go to Santa's Hideaway, but we do have some new tours where they are doing trivia, uh, like Christmas trivia, and we're also doing some karaoke nights as well. So, um, so that'll okay, be that sounds like fun. Interesting, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on this um, every year. I go on this, and I don't have little kids anymore. And so, yeah. So, people who think this is just for kids, not so. Even yeah. even if you go on the ones that aren't adults only and have kids, it's still it's just so much fun. I mean, you have, you know, uh, there's an 
a bar there for, for drinks, alcoholic and non-alcoholic, you, you know, it's heated, you know, yeah, you want to dress warm, but you're not outside. It's, it's very comfortable. We were singing Christmas carols and looking at the lights and it's just so cool to be out on the water in December, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, I mean, people come back, you know, year after year, we try and do, you know, update some of the the narration that we do. So it's not the historical narration, um, you know, so it's more more Christmas oriented. Um, and then the the karaoke and the trivia nights, I think those are one hour tours this year. So a little bit longer. Um, so we're not rushing those that would like to, you know, belt out a Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great addition. Oh, I'm so excited yeah. to, to get my tickets and, and it's all for charity, which is, um, which is really great. And, you know, you can find out more information about that. I actually did interview somebody from that, uh, Santa Claus as well, a, a couple of years back. So yeah, um, there's yeah. More information on that. Yeah. So tickets, tickets for that, they can go onto our website. They can go to cruiselakegeneva.com or, or we also have Santa cruiselakegeneva.com and purchase tickets and times and dates on there. Great. And then they can um, have a, have a great meal at Pier 290 either before or after they go. Yep, exactly. So we're going to be very busy. Uh, I think we have uh, roughly 900 people coming the first weekend. Wow. So, yeah. So if you, if you haven't gotten tickets yet, I, do, I would definitely do so. Cause it's, you know, boats do, do book up and it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, So much fun. So fun. And thank you for doing that. And um, so back to kind of the normal season, when does it run and kind of what, you know, what do people expect? Like they go online, get tickets, they show up, you know, what can people expect from this experience to go on a tour for, with any of the boats? Sure. So um, obviously after Santa Cruz is done, we kind of take a break until about May 1st. Uh, we do a lot of um, maintenance on our boats over the winter time. And so when May 1st hits, we are seven days a week. Um, we typically do our one tours called the best of the lake tour, which is a one hour, um, one hour narrated tour. And then we also start our full lake tours, which obviously go around the whole entire lake. Um, some of the meal tours, the mailboat tour, the black point estate, those, um, start a little bit later. Um, but you know, if you go online and purchase tickets, it'll kind of guide you through the the process. You know, are you looking for something, uh, you know, that's more family oriented? Are you looking for a meal cruise? You can view all the meal menus on, on the, uh, the website as well. And then everybody gets an emailed uh, confirmation. So it gives you information on parking, um, you know, what time you need to be in Lake Geneva at the Riviera docks. Um, and usually we start boarding everybody about 15 minutes prior to departure. Um, we leave right on time because, you know, we don't want anybody to get any, you know, parking tickets if we have to wait for, for anybody else. Um, you know, so we try and trying to keep to, uh, you know, an exact schedule during the summertime and, um, but yeah, the, I mean, the main one is, uh, the mailboat tour. I mean, that one has to departs daily at 10, we start boarding actually that one at 9.30 and that's from June 15th through September 15th. So kind of a, a, a shorter season on that. But um, I think last year with all of our 
TikToks and Instagrams. Um, we pretty much sold out that that tour typically every single day. So yeah, that is it's a tough one to get on. So get your tickets early. <laughs> yeah. So and we will start selling those tickets after the first of the year. Um, we're gonna be doing some adjustments to our program system, but um uh, hopefully we'll get those up and running and people can start planning for next summer for sure. So what if somebody buys their tickets and then it's like pouring rain? Do you, you still go? Yeah, so we still go rain or shine. Um, if there is lightning in the area, um, we may just kind of hold the boat back at the piers and kind of take a look. We obviously look at weather uh, very closely, very seriously. Um, so it's more of uh, a wind factor and, you know, lightning, but it could be completely sunny at one end of the lake and raining on the other. Um, so, you know, you just never know what you might get, you know, around Lake Geneva. Um, you know, it's kind of a little, or a little vortex or, you know, where a lot of storms are coming in and everyone's panicking and it just seems to go around our lake or north of our lake. So, um, but yeah, rain or shine. And uh, even for the mailboat tour, those jumpers um, have to, you know, they, they, you know, act, they're jumping off, they have slippery piers, you know, but we do have to deliver that mail. So, so those do go out, but um, yeah, so that's, that's the only factor uh, as far as weather. That is true. What you're saying, you know, it, weather can turn on a dime here, or I'll be looking at my weather app and it says it's storming and I'm sitting there on the boat and it's sunny on the lake. So yeah, it is kind of its own little entity. And um, so you just got to go for it. <laughs> sure, exactly. <laughs> So you have somebody driving the boat, a captain, and then somebody else doing like a narration, like what can people expect they're going to kind of learn about? Yeah. So um, this year we had 29 captains uh, with our eight boats. A lot of them are newer to us. So they start on some of the smaller boats. Um, and there's always a narrator during the public tours. Um we, you know, try and start them in high school, learning the tour, which I believe is, you know, 142 pages that they have to memorize. Wow. <laughs> but a lot of it is, you know, the history of the estates around the lake, um, you know, starting right off the bat with the Lake Geneva Library. And then we get into the Wrigley's and the Schwins and um, you know, Stone Manor is the big one, Maytag Point. Uh, you know, we sell, we tell a little bit of history about, you know, Williams Bay area and Fontana. And um, so most of our, our employees and our captains know the tour. Um, so then if anybody has any questions, even getting off of a public tour or during one of our private events, you know, we have, uh, you know, people that can answer any of those questions, um, which I think is really neat. I mean, there's a lot of history and you'll learn a little bit of, you know, a little something every time you do go out. Yeah, that I've been on them several times and I'm like, I got to take notes because I don't remember it all. There's so much great information. And then, you know, when I'm driving by with guests on my boat, I'm like, oh, what did they say about this? I can't remember. So be, um, next time I go, I think I'm going to actually take notes, but it's really fascinating. There is so much history around the lake and to see those huge estates, you know, 
close up on the boat like that is is really great. Yeah, and we have about 120 employees. Um, so we have, you know, the captains and the narrators, um, but we also have, you know, the bartenders and we have the servers and catering, you know, catering servers on some of the meal tours. Um, you know, in the office, we have uh, ticket sellers, we have people answering phones and reservations, we sell gas. So we have dock hands and gas attendants. Uh, we have security at night. So, you know, we have, there's a lot of, you know, other employees besides the captain and narrator that kind of, we, we all work together to make that experience, you know, great, you know, for everyone that boards each one of our boats. And it, you make it look so easy. They they all do, you know, just when they're taking off and docking and, you know, that's a big boat to, <laughs> to be maneuvering around and everybody just makes it look really seamless. So just for such a great experience for everybody. Sure. So, okay. So that you're mentioning the, uh, those are the public tours that anybody can attend, but there, somebody can rent out uh, any of these boats for different uh, occasions. Sure. So any of the eight boats, uh, we do private charters on. We do a lot of weddings, rehearsal dinners, birthday parties, um, you know, anniversaries. I uh, actually have a, a new client that's looking to get married on one of the boats and her parents were married on them um, oh. how many years ago. So um, so the private tours, um, there's four of us that actually put together, um, you know, you know, try and get people into the right boat. We do all the event planning for people. Um, and we plan about 700 parties a season. Um, so quite a few. Um, on certain days, we can have 15 private events with eight boats. So a couple of our boats can go out two, three, four times a day with a wedding and then a corporate event and then a celebration of life. You know, so we kind of, you know, do a little bit of everything, which is, you know, fun. We have proms that um, we do eighth grade, you know, uh, dinners, eighth grade, you know, post-graduation parties, um, you know, so we kind of see it all here. <laughs> yeah, that's, I've been on a few uh, events and weddings and it is so much fun. And, you know, any time of day, but it's like, you know, I've been on a few where the sun is setting and oh gosh, it's just gorgeous. And, but any time of day, it's gorgeous on that lake. So, um, yeah. So any, have you ever seen any that just like stick out as like being really, really extra fun for some reason? Yeah. I mean, we do with the weddings, um, last year we saw a lot more like as far as aesthetics, like a lot more floral going on board our boats that just make them look beautiful. Um, but we also say you don't need to have a lot of decorations because your decor is your window, which you're looking at the estates, you know, out on the lake. Um, you know, so kind of plain and simple, uh, which is nice. We always have DJs on board our boats. Um, we also have a thing called the geocache challenge and, um, that is, I don't know if people are know anything about geocaching, but they're based on GPS coordinates that lead you to a cache or a clue or, you know, it could be anything. Um, so what we do is we have smaller groups and typically like businesses get on 
board the boat, they do some puzzles on board the boat um, in order to get the GPS coordinates to get off the boat. And then they kind of, uh, at one location, they kind of run around and they try and find 10 different caches on their GPS. And some of them are quite hard. You know, you, you see a, you'll see a fence with something that looks like a, like a plug that you have in your house. Well, it doesn't quite go there. That's actually like the cache that you're trying to find. Um, so a lot of corporate events have done those and they've, they've had a great time. Um, this year we had another wedding where everybody had to bring cookies. And I think they made 2000 homemade cookies for a buffet for a wedding. It was, it was pretty amazing. Um, and then a few years ago, we actually, our staff all dressed up as pirates and we took the Lorelei boat and we boarded the Grand Val and took it over during the ice cream social. Um, so our staff as pirates got on board the boat. They tied up the staff that was currently working ah. and they ended up serving ice cream to, to all the families on board, you know, all dressed up as pirates. So that was, oh, that, that was so fun. That was very, very fun. So. So they would just uh, reach out through the website too, to, to book a private event. Yeah, so under private cruises on our website, they can either scroll to the bottom and request more information and we get back to them within, you know, a day. Um, we can also, you know, they can also call us, uh, but pretty much on that website, it really explains, you know, the different capacities for all the different boats. Um, they have, we have pricing on there. Um, we're updating menus for catering and for beverage service. We have local vendors all listed on there. Um, so the only thing that the website does not tell you is availability because that changes daily. Um, you know, we are booking boats and weddings for next year like crazy. Um, there's even a few dates that are all eight boats are already going out. So um, so that's the easiest just to go on to to our website uh, to that cruise like Geneva.com and um, and then we'll help them out from there. But we we pretty much, you know, you book book the boat through us, uh, the bar, the catering all goes through us. We do all of the logistics for your florist and your DJ as far as timing and setup. So uh, it's it's pretty easy to uh, to host something on on any of our boats. And it's a good way to assure your guests will be on time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so well, I know this is probably like asking, you know, if you have a favorite child, but um, so I don't know if you can answer, but do you secretly have a favorite boat? Sure. So I think like yourself, the Steam Yacht Louise um, is, is most of our, like in our office, our favorite. Um, just because it's so different, it is run, it's run still on a diesel, um, on like a steam engine. So in order for that boat to work, um, instead of the captain driving and steering and, you know, forward and reverse by himself, the captain actually tells by headphones, the engineer in the middle of the boat, how fast, how slow, go in reverse. And then that boat just chugs along the water. Um, it's also really low to the water. So it's it's a it's a very unique experience compared to the other, you know, the other boats. Um, and then 
you know, the whistle. You can't, yes, you can't not hear the whistle. You can hear it from miles around. Um, you know, it's one thing we're in the spring when she's coming, you know, back to the Riviera. And it's always a surprise when she blows her whistle and it's like we run out and, you know, kind of kind of greet the Louise in the springtime. And it's always it's always a lot of fun. It is fun. And you can hear like the chug chug, you know, you can hear it on the boat. You know, it's it's like tick, tick, tick. it's so neat. It's just so different. So uh, one more question that um is going off script here, but uh, the the paddle on the back of the Lady of the Lake, yes. does that actually serve a purpose or is it just kind of for fun? It's kind of for fun. So um, it's still run on, you know, regular engines and, and props, but, um, you know, so that just casually goes around, you know, just kind of gliding through the water. So it just doesn't necessarily push the boat forward. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it is fun to watch though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Well, I always end by asking my guests what their favorite thing about the Lake Geneva area is. So what would yours be? Sure. So, I mean, downtown Lake Geneva is a huge, you know, visitor area with, you know, shopping restaurants. Um, I think that the, the coolest thing you know, besides boating, obviously, um, hiking the lake path, um, you know, you get to go in front of and walk around, you can walk around the entire lake in the front yards of all these estates, historical estates, huge mansions. Um, so everyone on the lake has to maintain like a three foot hiking path. And, um, you know, it's just, I mean, I wouldn't do it in August, you know, I actually uh, did half the lake uh, about a week or so ago when it was much cooler. Um, but just to see those houses up close, you know, a little bit closer than you can see on the boat. And then sometimes it's nice if you do, you know, come to us, do a public tour, get the narration, and then walk a little bit of the lake path at least. And then you can get a little bit, you know, better view of those homes. Um, you know, around the town, there was a lot of entertainment. Um, and then my family is uh, skiing most of the time at Alpine Valley. So, you know, there's a lot of winter activities as well, which is which is nice. I know winters are so fun here. Everybody says, how do you stand Wisconsin in the winter? I'm like, that's just as fun as the summer, in my opinion. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, we've we've got skiing and obviously the ice fishermen are out. Um, and, you know, if the, the lake is thick enough. Um, there's quite a few parties that happen on the lake. So, uh, you know, bonfires and stuff. So, you know, ice skating, we've, we've got these, you know, motorcycles with the, you know, that can go out on the ice. The sailboats. The, the, yeah. The ice yeah. boats that go out. So if people have never been here in the wintertime, there is quite a lot to do still, you know, in, in the cold, you just have to dress more appropriately. <laughs> yeah. I went to a party out in Williams Bay once on the ice. And it was so funny. It was so extravagant. They had like area rugs and ha big house plants and a barbecue grill out on the ice. It was just the funniest thing, but so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. So, you know, it's not just summertime here, but, you know, winter and, and for the locals, you know, it's a little bit, you know, more quiet, which is also nice. Right. Right. Not that we don't love our tourists, but... Exactly. We love our tourists. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thank you so much, Angie, for taking the time. And, you know, just from what you said today, obviously we can see how busy you are. So we really appreciate you taking the time to, to let everybody know some more details and, and just so exciting that they can go and get their tickets for Santa Cruz now and get, you know, you don't have to wait till spring to get out on the water. Right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. We hope to see a lot of people this winter. Um, I know my staff is, you know, there's a lot of preparation to do those Santa Cruises. And, um, you know, we've got definitely have the Christmas spirit going on right now. And um, just, you know, uh, we're what lesson? No, not a lesson, but a week away, a week away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the cold is, is here. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah. So, well, as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva and the wonderful people like Angie who helped make it so special. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right.